When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone. How are we doing today? I'm currently watching Reese chase a ball around my office. So we're going to hear some thumping. We're going to hear some thumping. But she's just a puppy having a good time. So I'm not going to ruin her fun. We're not raining on anybody's parade today. Wait, you've got to be kidding me. Let's get this untwisted. I feel like a lot has happened since we last talked. I mean, Happy late Thanksgiving. Cheers to you and yours. I hope that you had a lovely, safe, COVID-compliant holiday. I sort of feel like this weekend was just the culmination of all things COVID. It is the busiest holiday weekend of the year, not to mention the horrific thought of flying with masks or germs or diseases, you know, just the mix of it all. So it really was not like the most relaxing of holidays, but I hope that you still enjoyed your little turkey naps, your mashed potatoes. I'm personally the kind of girl that wants a very brown plate, maybe a teeny bit of turkey, perhaps a bit of gravy on top of that turkey. Growing up, I'm pretty sure we had almost little to no gravy at our Thanksgiving table because my mom's not a sauce person. I'm not a sauce person. We really didn't love gravy. So only until I was older did I really start to enjoy the love of gravy. At the end of the day, it's still not my favorite thing. So give me a little bit of that. Um, Pretty much topple on as many spoonfuls as can possibly fit or I can possibly carry to the table of mashed potatoes. Grandma Betty, my beloved grandmother, makes the most um, probably unhealthy mashed potatoes, but they're so gosh darn good because I'm sure there's three sticks of butter in there alone and probably a pound of salt. Like it is just the stereotypical grandmother recipe does not give a crap about if it's good or bad. It's only that it tastes good. And let me tell you, it tastes fantastic. And then of course, we can't forget like two to three bread rolls. Like that's usually course number one. Then maybe I'll finish off a little bread roll as my end of dinner snack, uh, as if there's room for it. So I really have a very brown theme on my plate, perhaps a bit of salad if we remember to have them. Oh, and of course, the candied yams, or as I like to call them, sweet potatoes. Or honestly, I've done a lot of research on this. I've been called out on this before. I really don't think anybody truly knows the difference between sweet potatoes and yams. This is a theory that I'm working on. I'm not sure how fully fleshed it is. But every time I look up the difference between a yam and a sweet potato, I get differing answers on every single site. I will pull out a yam. People will think it's a sweet potato, vice versa. I'm just going with the narrative that it is a sweet potato. 
mainly because I refuse to use the word yam. It's just not as fun. It's not as sweet. It's not as cute. So I'm sticking with sweet potatoes, even if I'm wrong. Although in this case, in my household, I am not wrong. I do only buy sweet potatoes, not yams. Okay. Mm. That's a whole other story. I feel like I can speak about this on the podcast because this is my safe space. But I would say about, I don't know, two weeks ago or so by now, I posted a TikTok, just kind of spur of the moment sort of thing. I was really thinking about it and I was like, well, Taylor, you just make really kind of pointless videos. Like sometimes I'll just, I don't know, lip sync something. Sometimes I'll follow a little trend, but really it's nothing that, you know, innovative. So I was thinking, you know, what's something kind of a little bit more unique that I could share on my TikTok? So I decided, all right, I'm just going to do like a quick little snack. My go-to, what everybody, at least if you're a listener or a watcher of my videos, knows me to love and adore, and that is my sweet potato with cashew butter. It's not innovative. I'm not claiming it to be like some world-renowned Nobel Peace Prize winning snack, but at the same time, it's delicious, and I want to share my love for this deliciousness. So I decided to post this TikTok, and I, at this point, had like, I don't know, a thousand followers. All of a sudden, I just keep watching it grow and grow and grow. For literally no reason, this TikTok just took off. As of right now, I think it's at 400,000 views, which I'm sure is not a lot for most people, but when you have zero followers, and you're not expecting something to go off, you're a little bit perplexed. Not to mention, I literally look crazy in the video. If I would have known this thing was going to take off, I would have prepared it a lot better. People were just slamming on me for calling them sweet potatoes when they're clearly yams. I did post a response to that. And then also, people were hating on the fact that I was using a sweet potato because I'm guessing maybe there are a lot of other TikToks where people try and do sweet potato recipes. So maybe it was one of those like been there, done that sort of things. But I didn't know, like I'm not on sweet potato TikTok. Maybe I should be, but I just had no idea that this TikTok was going to take off. And if I would have known that, I wouldn't have looked like a big fat nerd in the whole video. I also didn't realize that I say cupboard so funnily, funny. Fun, funnily, you know what I'm saying. All my life, I feel like I just sort of have murmured the word. I'm like, oh, that's in the cupboard. That's in the cupboard. Blah, 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 blah. I don't have time in my day to enunciate my D's in the cupboard, in the cupboard, whatever the heck. And I just have kind of decided, you know what? This little mini, mini, mini viral video on my page, while it was very nice, it, I'm sure some people liked it. You know, you don't always comment on a video, but you still enjoy it. I've kind of decided... I don't think I want any TikTok fame and not that I was aspiring to have any anyways, but it scared the living heck out of me because I would get so paranoid about what people were saying if they were going to be making fun of me. I had like pimples all over my face and somebody was like, well, that's why you have a pimple because you're eating peanut butter or whatever the heck, which is just so dumb. First of all, I have a pimple because I was eating terribly for my birthday weekend. Second of all, I'm also going to blame my face masks because I don't wash them enough. And although I should, I just don't. I do, but I don't. So I was just getting very, very paranoid. I don't want to be on the platform. I just want to have fun with it. I want to enjoy my videos. I want people to be nice to me. I don't want to be made fun of for talking about cupboards and sweet potatoes and cashew butter and all of these very normal things that people on TikTok are just mean to me about. So I just decided, you know what? It was a it was a fun little experiment. I'm glad I had the time on the platform. But uh, moving forward, it's going to be just, you know, a lot more 
done up content from me. You're not going to see me with pimples out anymore. Okay. I've decided that's a YouTube thing or a podcast thing that it's not a TikTok thing. They will crush you. They will come after you. They are very, very intense audience. And this is me like complaining about a sweet potato video. Okay. I'm not Shirley D'Amelio who trigger warning was literally receiving death threats for acting like a little bit ungrateful or just, I don't know, coming off with ill intent in a stupid YouTube video. Like people are trying to cancel you left and right. I'm not getting canceled. That's not what I'm saying. But you know what I mean? People just find every little thing to nitpick people for. And I think that needs to stop because when will it end? When will we just learn to be nicer to one another? But we're sort of in this stage, especially with TikTok, where people will almost comment hate to be funny. Like the funny hate comments do well. And it's weird because if you're a TikTok user, you're scrolling through the app. I would say it's very, very rare that I don't immediately click on the comment section. Like when I'm watching a video, I almost immediately go to the comments because sometimes the comments make the video funnier. And I so agree with that. Like I'm okay with joking at myself. I know I'm a dork. I know I'm not like the prettiest girl in the bunch. So I'm okay with like making, you know, jokes about myself. But if people are being intentionally rude as a way to just be funny, it's it just needs to end. Like, that's not funny. Like, there are certain things you can joke about. But poking fun at people's appearance or the way that they do something or the personality, blah, blah, blah. That's just, that's cruel. But that's my sweet potato rant for the day. If you haven't already seen the TikTok, just don't even bother going over to watch it. Like I told you, the initial clip is me almost looking like I have weird vision all over again. Like I had lazy eye surgery when I was really little. Fun fact. I don't know if I've shared that before. But I used to have really bad eye problems and it looks like they were all of a sudden like reactivated just in that one clip. So that's a little bit nauseating for me. But but, you know, just in regards to the whole idea of the candied yams slash sweet potato predicament of 2020 or even just the Thanksgiving meal of it all, the November, the holiday, the December months of it all. I feel like my routine has just been a little thrown for a loop. And I warn myself of this before we sort of hit into even like Halloween time, I was thinking back to Taylor 2019, where I had just completely fallen off my bandwagon. I had pretty much forgotten about working out. I had forgotten about eating well because I was just so much more preoccupied with having a good time, enjoying myself. That's what I do every single end of fall slash winter time, because that's my favorite time of year. I just want to be able to eat whatever I want, drink whatever I want, alcohol, margaritas, beer, you name it. And just have a good time. So I was warning myself of this in 2020. I was like, you know what, Taylor? 2019 Taylor had a little bit of a rough patch, all right? And I probably, I'm not kidding you, gained about, I'm gonna guess, like 15 pounds just in that time frame alone. You know, like October to mm, end of December-ish. And here's a little, you know, mini backstory on me. All of my life, my weight has fluctuated so extraordinarily easily. So even if I will try for months and months and months to lose a certain amount of weight or just to get into better shape, to eat well, to work out, yada, 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 you know, the usual jazz, I could easily gain it back in, I feel like three weeks time, like flat, like it is absolutely absurd. It is ridiculous, but it feels like that is what my whole life has been. But also on the flip side, I feel like a lot of times I can also lose weight quite easily, not significantly, but even just a few pounds I can take off. I would say maybe faster than the average person. 
so because of that, I feel like whenever I accidentally like put my big toe off of the workout train, like my toe was just barely hovering over the edge, all of a sudden I'm spiraling down the hill. And before I have even blinked, I've gained like 48 pounds. You know, it just happens like that for me, especially this time of year. So it's not a foreign concept for me to have, you know, put on a little bit of weight at this time. And truly in this moment, I don't really think that I have, but I feel like I can sense myself heading in that direction because life just gets busier. I don't have as much time as I might have maybe in the summer or at the beginning of September, for example, to work out every single day because I'm trying to prioritize being with family or friends, even virtually, or just trying to do a lot more work. I think a cool thing about this time of year for content creators is that you have a lot more opportunities to work with companies as well, because just like kind of a cool fun fact, a lot of companies have a little bit more marketing money to spend at the end of the year, especially in like Q4, for example, because you know, if you think about a business in Q1, you're kind of, you know, saving, saving, saving. Then Q2, you know, you're still being strict, whatever. But by Q4 or the end of Q4, you might still have a bulk of your marketing money allotment available. So then you're able to work with more content creators for sponsorships or advertisements, things of that nature. So I think a lot of that comes a lot more frequently this time of year, which takes up a lot more of my time at least. And it's something I'm extraordinarily grateful for, especially because, you know, once January rolls around, all of that's probably going to end. So that just takes up a lot more of your time. And I just feel for some reason so much more busy. Not to mention, I just celebrated a birthday, which I heavily dive into every single year. Like I have no problem eating whatever I want, indulging in whatever I want, just enjoying myself. And whether that's for my birthday week, my birthday month, you see how it is. Like it's just a very slippery slope. Then because my birthday is typically one week before Thanksgiving, I don't really have much time to like get back on schedule, quote unquote, before Thanksgiving comes into town. And then all of a sudden, it's Black Friday, it's the beginning of December, you might have some holiday parties, obviously this year is going to be different, but speaking generally here, there's like Christmas cookies at every single party, there's eggnog, which is my freaking favorite, especially when you put this thing in that we have in Washington, I think it's available in other locations, but I've only ever drinking it here, it's called brown sugar bourbon, and you put it inside of your eggnog. Oh my golly gosh. It's a lot. Like, don't get me wrong. It's very, very sugary. I always water mine down a little bit, but eggnog with my BSB or maybe some hot cocoa or like some mold wine or mold cider, something like that is just my favorite thing to do this time of year. So it just is going to be something I'm aware of as we kind of round out the rest of this year. It's so typical to fall into those patterns of continuing to treat yourself and just not really seeing an end to that pattern. And I think for me, it's very, very easy to just kind of let go and say, you know what? Well, screw it. I kind of fell off the bandwagon at the beginning of my birthday. I'm really not going to get back until January 1st. So what's the point in trying to have a quote unquote, you know, healthier diet where I'm incorporating my greens and my salads and my sweet potatoes every single day like I used to. But I think the thing is, is 
you have to find a balance somehow. Like it feels seemingly impossible, but I'm speaking this into the void because I think I need to manifest it for myself as well. I'm a big proponent of being able to have a very, very healthy balance in your lifestyle. So even if that means you're eating very, very well or just nourishing your body very, very well throughout the entire day, but then you end your night with your big old glass of wine, your big old glass of eggnog, I think that's fantastic. I think that especially during this time of year, that's the way that I'm going to hopefully try to approach a lot of my notoriously horrendous indulgent eating patterns. Because here's the thing. It's not like I'm saying, oh, Taylor, like you're just having like a piece of cake one Saturday night. No, it's like, oh, I will have the whole box of gingerbread Oreos plus hot Cheetos plus pretzels plus wine. See my Instagram stories like it just gets really, really bad. So if I don't find some way to balance it all out, if I don't find a way to indulge but also continue to make myself feel better I'm going to feel like a shriveled up piece of garbage at the bottom of the barrel and here's another interesting thing so I was having a very very indulgent birthday weekend this was a few weeks ago obviously and then Monday morning rolls around and I had my personal training with my personal trainer Justina and here's the thing I was like oh you know what I'm feeling great I had a pretty restful weekend because all I did was pretty much go on like a walk So I didn't work out. I wasn't sore or anything, but I told her even at the beginning of the workout, I'm feeling just a little bit, you know, not sure about how this workout's going to go because I had such an indulgent weekend. I literally ate like poop. Like I don't think I saw a single green item in my life from Thursday to Sunday. It was, you know, my birthday. And she's like, you know what? No worries. Like, I love it. Like, do your thing. Whatever. It's your birthday. But I felt like such a slug bug, like huffing and puffing more than I ever normally felt like I do in that personal training session because I wasn't giving my body anything to work with. Like, what was it doing? Just storing the Oreos in my body, but never being able to use them for fuel. Like, that's the way that it felt like because I just felt so disgusting. I felt like I wasn't able to give it my all. And I know that that's going to happen from time to time, but I don't want to feel like that every single day for two months straight. Like, that feels pathetic. And that's what I remember. And like, I try and think of that when I'm not wanting to, you know, get back on track or like not wanting to have any sort of green or veggie or something a little bit more healthy during this time of year. I remind myself of almost like how shitty my body reacted to not treating it well for an extended period of time. Because quite literally, like I felt the horrible benefits, benefits is the wrong word, consequences truly, of neglecting to give my body the proper fuel that it needs to get through a workout because I I didn't give it any of like the normal proper food. I was giving it crap, like just literal crap. So after the Thanksgiving holiday, after we are starting to think about the month of December and all of the holiday season, here are some of the tips that I just try and remind myself of. Tip number one, live your gosh darn life. Okay. Yes, I'm telling you like, you know, these are some ways that I can try and stay on track so I feel better and I just don't hate myself two months down the line for ruining my progress for months and months. But at the same time, 
Like I said, this is my favorite time of year. It is my absolute favorite foods. I want to celebrate. I want to enjoy my time with my family. And for me, that is indulging in my favorite things. That is bonding with people over food and just eating whatever I want because it only happens once a year. So remember that it is okay to do what makes you happy, do what makes your heart happy. And sometimes that's not always going to be the healthiest option, but that's okay. Like in the end, are you going to remember that you had like a salad on Thanksgiving dinner when everybody else was eating like the most delicious grandma Betty mashed potatoes? It's going to be pretty horrible. So indulge, let go, and enjoy yourself. But tip number two is kind of what I was mentioning earlier. Find a balance, I would say a lot more during the daytime than worrying about the nighttime. For me, I feel like I will indulge a lot more in my treats later on in the night or into the evening. I think mainly because that's when it feels more fun or more nostalgic or you just maybe you're like sitting around watching TV and you have a bag of cookies. I don't know, a bag of cookies. But try and start your day off well. Like maybe if you know that you're going to have like a big Thanksgiving dinner or something or something of that sort, you could start your morning off with like a really good yummy breakfast that's going to maybe fuel you for the rest of the day so you don't feel like you've just turned into a giant mashed potato. You know what I'm saying? Of course, a third tip would be to just make sure you're staying very hydrated, drink some water. I know that I will only hold myself accountable for my water when I have my hydro jug, my water bottle, like literally attached at my hip, which it is anyways, but I have to bring it with me everywhere or I just genuinely don't remember how much water I'm drinking. So if you need a designated reusable water bottle that you're carrying around with you all day long and it's just a good helpful reminder to you to make sure that you're staying hydrated, do something like that because it's foolproof and it's easy and it's mindless. And I think sometimes we sort of go straight from like coffee to mimosas to wine to eggnog, you know, and sometimes you forget about the the water of it all. So don't forget about your water. Just grab like a really helpful water bottle that will make that whole hydration process very easy. Like I said, I use a hydro jug. I've been using it for, I'd say three months or so. I recently upgraded from like the one I randomly had purchased on Amazon and just felt like I needed the biggest upgrade. And it has been so much easier, especially because it is exactly a half gallon. The other one I was using beforehand was 2000 milliliters, which technically is more than you're supposed to be drinking a day or at least more than a gallon, but whatever, if you're filling it up twice, like I normally do. So anyways, really love Hydro Drug. Definitely check them out. They're an amazing company and they have the cutest water bottles with the cutest little decorative sleeves that you throw on there. Love it so much. Okay. Fourth tip, don't worry about your routine, especially don't worry about like your workout routine, because I think something that always trips me up is if I'm with my family or, you know, I'm traveling or I'm away from my normal, like nine to five, I go to the gym, I come back, I do this, that, and the other thing, you know, you get into such a routine all year long. And then when something gets thrown for a loop or you do something a little bit out of the ordinary, it feels a little bit off. And sometimes you can get irritated knowing that you're kind of on this like vacation mode. And then all of a sudden you went from this quote unquote perfect routine to doing absolutely nothing, lying in pajamas all day long. But don't get discouraged by that. I think maybe this is just me speaking to myself because that's how I feel. But don't worry about needing to feel like you're on this perfect routine. I would say, especially for workouts, just try and do something that almost like engages the whole 
group that you're with, like whether that be your quarantine group, your family, your significant other, your best friend, your roommate, whomever you're with, try not to do things as by yourself as you normally would. Like try and incorporate the whole group. If you're going to go for a lovely outdoor walk, you all go to the park together, you bring a frisbee, you bring a football, you play with the pigskin. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about like going into your bedroom and like having to like follow the newest Chloe Ting workout guide. Like don't worry about that. But do find little moments in your day that you can dedicate like 30 minutes to moving and don't make it anything other than just that. Like be proud of yourself for continuing to do something small, even if it's going for a walk or I don't know, taking your dog outside. Like don't be so hard on yourself if you aren't doing your normal Lily Sabri workout routine. Because for me, at least, it's unrealistic. And I know that I'm going to disappoint myself when I don't do the things that I wanted to do. So why set myself up for failure? And lastly, I think I've reiterated this a few times, but just sort of in a different light. Don't be so hard on yourself, especially this time of year. Like if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you are fortunate enough to have a Thanksgiving meal. You're fortunate enough to maybe even have people to spend the holidays with. And that's not the case for everybody. And if you're available to somehow give a bit of your time or even some of your resources to a homeless shelter or people that need a Thanksgiving meal. Sorry, I'm recording this before Thanksgiving, so I keep saying Thanksgiving because it's on my mind, but at this point, it's already passed. So thinking more towards the holiday season, even if you can donate any non-perishable foods or old shoes or sweaters or blankets to any shelter in your area, those are the kinds of things that are important this time of year. And really at the end of the day, like we don't need to be focusing on a workout routine or a fitness routine or eating well. We need to be focusing on taking care of ourselves, but also taking care of others if we are in a position to be doing so. So if you have any ability to help others, whether that's fiscally or with resources or your time or just even writing letters, I know that can be like a really cute, sweet thing. I would highly encourage it. One really cute thing that I love to do every single year is go into the Macy's department store and write a letter to Santa because they have this incredible little organization set up where every letter that you write, and you can write them online too, every letter that you write online or in person, you drop it off into this like beautiful big red mailbox in the department store, or of course you just submit it online. They will donate $1 for every letter written to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which gives money to the foundation to create wishes for children in need. And I mean, I know that this is like a little bit of a sharp left, but at the same time, if I have like a little tiny, tiny, tiny platform, I don't want to spend my whole time just worrying about eating well or eating your greens or doing a certain fitness challenge or fitness routine, something like that. Like I want to be able to share the things that I'm passionate about. And the Make-A-Wish Foundation is a foundation that I've always been very, very passionate about. And I think that there's so many different ways that you can even help your local community. If you don't want to write a letter online, or if you don't want to go into a Macy's department store, there are so many different local charities to support this time of year. And I think that's the best part about the holidays and to me, sometimes it just makes me think like how trivial my problems are. Like, oh my gosh, I gained a pound or something today, but I had the food in my cupboard, <laughs> the cupboard to, to give me that meal. And a lot of people don't have that 
privilege. So I want to be able to help as I can. So if there's something that you can do to help somebody else out this holiday season, why not give back? Why not give back to your community, whether that's local or global, especially in 2020, I feel like we could use all of the love and joy that we can spread and share. Kind of ending on a little bit of a cheesy note here, but I think that this is just sort of like a cute little mini episode for the week, but quite applicable for the holiday season. Just remember to be kind to yourselves, but also be kinder to others. Not trying to quote Ellen here, but I'll quote Harry Styles instead. Treat people with kindness. T-P-W-K. Is that it? T-P-W-K. Yes. This week is the start of Twistmas on my YouTube channel. So if you need just a little bit more of holiday joy in your life, I'll be posting an extra video every single Sunday, as well as my normal upload schedule, Tuesdays and Fridays, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sunday's videos will just be a little bit more chill, a lot more holiday fun, but sending you all the most love, the most joy at the beginning of this holiday season. Let me know if I can do anything for you. Send me a message on Instagram. Email me in for the podcast, hello at twistypod.com. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all so, so very much. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you next week.